what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 74, volume 4 of a special March Madness edition of Big Fan. My name is Chad Easton. I'm a big fan of the Thursday opening day of the tournament when every bracket is pristine and all who participate know that, quote, this is my year. I'm also a big fan of the guy who loses 48 of his 64 teams in round one but still holds on to hope that he can win it all if Gonzaga can just pull it out knowing three-quarters of the country also has Gonzaga. And finally, I'm a big fan of another March Madness trip in the books. Different environment, different group of dudes, but in the end, the same wonderful adventure. Thank you, Chad. My name is Hank Comer, and I'm a big fan of van drivers named Greg. Guys weekend where you get to duet with your co-host. And MLB baseball is back, baby. It is back, Hank. I knew you'd be excited, but I am excited about something. Getting back in the studio and for us, being able to share with our audience the wonderful weekend we just participated in. We spent in. it together. We certainly did. We don't and, always get to do that. No, and actually that was the first time we probably spent... More than like a 24-hour period. You know, we've yeah. done a day thing and a day, spend the night thing, but never a weekend thing. So. Right. Um, so where do we start, Hank? Well, we could start where... Well, let's just give people a timeline here, okay? So Go for it. This, is, this is Thursday. We, you know, you've done it to the beach for years and years and years. Yes. We uh, have been down to the beach and kind of combined those superpowers. You know, mm-hmm. one group of friends, your guys from your class, yes. my guys from my class. And uh, we've done that before, but this time we went to a different location. We went to Tennessee. We have a good friend, that, uh, uh, good friends, friends that have a brothers that have a family lake house in Tennessee, and they invited us all there to uh, watch some games. Right. So some of some of us left Thursday early. Some of us had to leave later on Thursday, some Friday. But all in all, there was a commitment to getting there and fulfilling a lot of fun, right? So I can't say anything about your Thursday because I got there at about 1130 at night. Mm. And I will tell you, you are well on your way. Well, we just wanted to live it, get the whole feel and adventure of the weekend. You know, the started. March Madness weekend started. So we got there a little bit earlier than everyone else. Noon? Uh, uh, yes. While other people were, you know, hiking through the woods or I guess you were working. No, you were coaching baseball or doing something. Watching I was baseball. Watching baseball, yeah. watching baseball. Other people were driving Porsches fast through the, the mountains. mountains of Tennessee. Me and a group of other fellows who kind of share our likes. Like-minded. With like-minded folks. Yes, like-minded folks. We stopped in Knoxville at this wonderful place called the Sunspot and ate a little food, drank a little beer, watched the beginning of the March Madness games, popped back in the car, took a very scenic route to the lake house where as soon as we walked in, dropped our bags, walked downstairs to what I call a little slice of heaven, Hank. In the basement of this place where we visited was a freestanding 2021 golden tea machine, a pool table, regulation pool table, not the small bar ones, this real big regulation pool table. You had ping pong, you open a door, you're staring at the lake with a brand new dock that was glorious. Fire, fire pit. pits, yeah. fire pits. I mean, 
what is back, nothing, nothing. Back screen in porch. Back screen in porch. It doesn't get much better than this. And so that's where we spent our afternoon. And it was a wonderful start. Yeah. Well, when yeah. I walked in, you guys, it was, like I said, it was 1130. You had you'd already had dinner. and uh, Double dinners. Double dinners because yes. one of our good friends <laughs> decided to overcook pork. <laughs> and I will tell you, there's nothing worse than overcooking meat. Right, I would I would yes. much rather undercook sure. meat than uh, than over you know overcooking it, and he did just an awful job. And this poor gentleman really prides himself on this grilling technique. And he, he was devastated. I'm sure uh, devastated. Okay, okay, he, he should be. Yeah. He should be. So you guys had dinner. Yes. And when we walked in, uh, let me tell you the scene that I walk in on. Okay, sure. I walk in. To the left is the kitchen, and it has like a island bar, mm-hmm. right? Sure. A little bit lower than, you know, you wouldn't eat at it. It's, it's right. a bar. It's a bar. Right. So you can put stuff on Three-fourths of that bar was covered in alcohol. <laughs> what was the other quarter covered in? I think there were keys. Yes. I, think, I saw one bag of chips. I think there were keys on there. <laughs> so, um, you know, I knew that this uh, there were big plans made out for this one. But you guys were already playing poker. Yeah. Right? You're already yeah. playing poker. And, uh, you know, it, not to give too much away, but I, I, I didn't start with you guys because I just got there, but I ended up buying one of our friends $26. I think that sounds right. And I moved that around and, and made a little bit of money, okay? I was very impressed and by I, your skills on the table, too. Hank. Thank you. Let thank you. This. So let me tell you this. The funny, the funniest part of this whole thing is at the end of the evening, we're counting our cards, and you look like you're counting them with your feet. I mean, you really don't have any business counting your uh, chips cold. the way like, you are. It's cold in my hands, you know, without gloves on. My hands were, you know. We were inside, Chad, yeah. but <laughs> but it's okay. But I happen to, you, you just threw out a number. I swore it was a guess. So I counted, I started counting your chips. And you came at me like a spider monkey. You said, what, you don't trust me? Huh? You playing me? You playing me? <laughs> I knew the evening was going to go south right after that. And that's why I went to bed. Oh, well, Hank, um, thank you for reliving that fine moment in Chad East history. But I had counted it. I knew the number. I knew exactly how much I had won or lost. I didn't need someone else telling me. I knew the result. That's why I got a little angry. And it didn't help that it was probably close to 2 o'clock in the morning and we had been, you know, messing around all day you right. understand yes yes, yes. Oh, anyway so that's how our thursday night ended we roll right into friday y'all go for a run you know a couple of us sleep in a little bit uh fella makes us breakfast you know ready for a fine day sure get the call that guys this wonderful van's going to pick us up and take us into knoxville where we can enjoy a wonderful lunch Check out the scenery. Maybe go to a bowling alley. Let's play some video games. Let's do something outside of the house. Let's get out. Just get out. Let's get out of, out of the house for a little bit. So 12.01, 12.02, guy was supposed to pick us up at 12. Actually, I take that back. He was early. He was early. He was early. We're coming out a little bit late. Master Greg like yes, that. Yes, coming out a little bit late. So a couple of you are already in the van. So I run up the hill, getting ready to walk into the van. And you know what Kat says? Hi, my name is Greg. Player to player. I know where all the clubs are. That's the first thing. No, actually, that's the second thing he said. I'm 70 years old. Yeah. That's what he said he first, right? And so, I mean, literally, I've seen him for two and a half seconds, and this is what he's hit me with. I knew we were in store for a hell of a van ride. Hell of a van ride. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And you know what was funny about him? Is Greg really fancied himself a player? Mm-hmm. 
right? He did. Fancied himself a player. Yes. And when we were riding in that van, I think he was a little skeptical of our energy. Like, I think he wanted us to be, because did you hear when we walked up, yeah. he said, are you guys musicians? And then he said, are you athletes? athletes. Yes. He thought he was drilling. He yes, thought he was with somebody with important. Someone very, very important. Important. Yes. And uh, I think when we burst his bubble that we were just some random <laughs> dudes from Hickory, North Carolina, that he yeah. was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. We've, I've seen this, this act before. Then it led, once he found out that we were just normal, plain old Joes, he had to go into the story of whom he has driven. And he has quite the clientele. Hmm. Travis Tritt was just in his van most recently. Yes. And he had a story where Travis Tritt actually invited him back to Travis Tritt's crib play after the Country Music Awards. Play so the play. Pretty, pretty big stuff. You know why? That wasn't an invitation. He asked Greg to drive him back <laughs> to his house. <laughs> Maybe so, but the way Greg made it sound is like Travis personally invited me to come over for a Got late it. night cocktail. Got right? it. Yeah, but anyway, I didn't tell you guys this. I think I mentioned this to Ben, who uh, gave me a ride home on Saturday. But I got Greg's digits. So Greg and I were changing, you know, numbers. And uh, I'm going back up there in a couple weeks. Are you? Yeah. All right. He wants to go clubbing. Okay. And uh, I said, I'll be your huckleberry. I'll roll with you. Just take me all the finest clubs. Show me around town. And I'm looking forward to it, Hank. That's going to be one heck of an adventure. I see like uh, kind of like a hangover six you know, that kind of adventure with Greg. So um, yes. I will not be on that adventure with you, but I look forward to the next, next podcast. Wonderful. It should be a lot of fun. And anyway, so that's how that adventure started and ended in the van with Greg. We ended up bowling alley. We chose the bowling alley or amusement uh, fun area yeah. on spring break in Tennessee. It's stupid. Four hour wait to bowl. Stupid. Four hour. When you saw, when we pulled up and you saw the parking lot, yeah. you're like, what in the yeah. world are we doing? It was ridiculous. But we did go in and play some games. We rode some motorbikes. We shot some hoop. We did some air hockey. Um, I don't think anyone laser tagged. Nobody laser yeah, tagged. Or did the uh, obstacle course was obstacle. that was upstairs. Nobody I was did hoping that. Tucker would climb up there and get great. on the rope swing and just swing across the, yeah, the whole great. amusement park. would have been awesome, but it, it didn't It would happen. have been great. But it actually, it, it forced us to go back to the house, which was a good thing. Which created an afternoon, and I meant to tell you this. That two and a half hours of sun we had before the sun went down, when we're all listening to music, fire pits going, people are doing what they want to. I think Charlie's got his guitar. You know, people are playing golden tea, people are shooting pool. Me, you, and I think it was ben. ben upstairs in rocking chairs, looking over the river, playing, and CJ, playing music from our past, new music. It doesn't matter. Yep. How great of a time was it was, that? It was fantastic. Wonderful. It, Wonderful. it led to bad. Uh, Bad evening. Happens, but all in all, just a wonderful trip. I was fortunate to get the heck out of there Saturday morning at 8.30. You guys had one more day of fun. Mm -hmm. I had a cruise to an engagement party for my nephew, which turned out to be a whole nother adventure. We'll save for another time. Okay. But uh, do you want to tell us how it finished up in Knoxville? Well, <clears throat> so that Saturday when you left, I came out of uh, my slumber, <laughs> yes. and right when I hit Grace the stairs coming down, I see the tail end of your body going out the door, Right, because you guys were headed home. Right. So I did not get to say goodbye, but I sat down there and gathered my thoughts, drank a Gatorade, and um, tried to you know pull it together for one more day. Went on a run with our good friend CJ, mm -hmm. came back, we had brunch, mm. some Bloody Marys, Lovely. 
CJ and his brother went in to get a couple of things at the grocery store and left the rest of us to watch the Carolina game. Wow. And what a game it was. What a game it was. And I would tell you, the emotions were high. The the uh, the beers were flowing. Yes. The emotions were high. That was the early game, I think. Do I think there was a, it was 12, a 1240. Tip, 1240 tip? It was a 1240 okay. tip. Just, just but sure. we, um, we ended up you know, getting 22-point lead. And watching that dwindle... We, you know, I knew when they tied that ball game, I I had very little confidence that Baylor was not going to win that game. Sure. I, I mean, so did half the country. Yeah, everybody. You know, everybody. Actually, yeah. yeah. I mean, when you lose a, a lead like that and you lost Manic, and, you know, you just lose Caleb Love and, you know, you just thought it was going. But when they started pulling away. I got to tell you, I, we were around some, I, at least I had Carolina fans because Will was there. Banks was there. You know, uh, Charlie, for most of the game, was like a, a, a piece of furniture. You know, he was, he was <laughs> sitting there. But he even got into it. It was, it was, it was incredible. Unreal. I, I enjoyed watching. Was there watching. anybody rooting against Carolina, no. which would make it even more fun? No. 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 Um, who was the, Too bad I wasn't there. I know. There was one other person there. Mark. That, Mark, and he's a state fan. And yeah. he was actually, he was kind of a butt at the beginning of the game, but at the end, he was actually pulling for Carolina. Okay. So, yeah. So, I mean, it was a, uh, it was a great, great day. And then we, you know, we had dinner, we uh, grilled steaks and um, we played a gold and some golden tea. Wonderful. Yes. And uh, we went to bed uh, at some point and uh, cause we had to get up early the next day and leave. Yeah. So it sounds like a wonderful ending to a wonderful adventure. It was, I don't know if that's going to be continued with you guys. Is the Knoxville going to be the new space or spot for the March Madness? Maybe trip? it was yeah. fun. Yeah. I could even see, you know, maybe not bringing the whole, our whole class crowd to that spot, but maybe we rent a place down there and we do a big adventure together. Yeah. You know, that would be oh, it was absolute fun. blast. So anyway, thank you to the Heinz brothers for putting us all up. It was a great, great time. And great. staying on the bracket, the NCAA, that's the reason we went to the, to yeah. the uh, Knoxville. My bracket is destroyed, Hank. Busted. So after night or day one, you know, we're watching the games – but we're doing all these other things. I really didn't even keep up with what was going on. I didn't find out till the next day, really. Kentucky goes down. Yeah. Iowa goes down. Yeah. You know, all these big names. UConn goes down. So my bracket basically was dis- disintegrated after day one. But I started thinking about my daughter and her strategy of doing brackets. Do you fill out a bracket and your son and Reagan and everybody? Yes. Yes. So do we do at our house. We do the same thing. So my strategy is really, I watch a lot of basketball. I do it based on facts and figures and what I've seen, like I do it that way. And I ended up getting cracked. Olivia's strategy is let's go down the list of mascots and nicknames. Let's pick out the nickname or mascot that seems funny or seems like uh, odd. And let's take them to the finals. To the finals. To the finals, right? Okay. So when I looked at her bracket and I turned it in, she had the Akron Zips meeting the TCU Horn Frogs in the finals with the St. Peter's Peacocks making a run. Well, unfortunately, Akron's out first round. TCU made it to second round, but St. Peter's Peacocks are still in the dance. How fun is this? That's awesome. So as we're talking about mascots and all this fun stuff, Hank, I found some interesting facts about NCAA mascots. First of all, let me ask you a question here. What do you think is the most common name for a nickname or mascot in NCAA? You know, there's 200 and whatever. Tigers. Tigers would be fit, would finish three. There's two in front of them. Tigers is a great guess, though. Um, Two in front of them. Very common. 
Mm, Wildcats. Wildcats, number seven. Number seven. Man. Yeah. Uh, let me think here. Think about things that will... See how I'm doing my hands like my arms? Birds? That have, that, that Chickens? The bird. <laughs> the chickens? Chickens the hawks. The to- hawks. Number two. One flying creature in front of the hawks, Hank. One flying creature. The cardinal. Cre- they come in at... No- they didn't make the top ten. What? This a flying animal. A bird the, of prey. <laughs> the eagle. Oh, yes, Hank. All right. The Eagles come in 118 teams are either the Golden Eagle, the Brown Eagle, the Flying Eagle, whatever, right? I almost said pterodactyls. Oh, I don't think that. I think there's one. But uh, they'll go through the rest of the list. Eagles 1, Hawks 2, Tigers 3, Lions 4, Bulldogs 5, Cougars 6, Panthers, Bears, Knights, Wildcats, Warriors, and Pioneers. Who would guess Pioneers? I don't even know you a know team me, that's a Pioneer. Me either. So let's dive a little further. If I were to ask you, Hank, the ma- I'm going to bring out my bracket here that is busted. And if I were to ask you some of the – let's add, go through some of the names. And I'll start with some easy ones, and we'll get into some hard ones. Let's see how good you are. Gonzaga. Do you know who the Gonzaga – what is their mascot? I can't even think of their They're name. They're the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs. Okay. Let's go to UConn. A Huskies. Bingo. Ohio State. Buckeyes. Yes. Illinois. Illini. Yes. Now we'll get into some a little bit harder ones. Okay. Seton Hall. Patriots? No. Pirates. Pirates. Wyoming. Oh, Wyoming. I can see their mascot. Yes. Think of their mascot. It's, the, it's, it's a cowboy, isn't it? Exactly it is, Hank. And as we just dig a little bit deeper, let's find one that, you know, is very obscure. Let's go to... Murray State. Murray State. Murray State. That's State. where Ja went. Yes. Ja Morant there. I, I don't know it. They're the racers. The racers. Yes, the racers. So anyway, you could see how much fun we had when we were diving into this mascot thing. But as we dove further, we found some weird, even more weird names for mascots, Hank. We found a little school that were called, in, I don't even know, maybe in Georgia, Delta State. They're called the okras. Can you imagine if your mascot was the okra? What would you do at a football game? Would you dress up like an okra? Well, I'm going to tell you right <laughs> would now. Would you throw okra every time it's going maybe, to touchdown? No? Maybe, but I will tell you, it's not just the okra. It's the fighting okra. the fighting okra. okra okay, yes. the fighting okra. And how perfect for me, because you know my favorite thing to eat are little baby okras. No, Why didn't I go to school at Delta State? I don't know, but you know, we ate those okras in our um, yes, Bloody Marys. Yes, we did. They were delicious. Wonderful. They were. But yes, there are some very odd names, and there was a fact I don't I, I don't know this like the exact number, but there's only a handful of schools that don't en- that don't end in an S. S. Yes, you know, there's only right. a handful, and I, I, there's like six or something like that, but I don't know which ones they are. So we, our producer, our fine producer, just popped up on uh, the screen here. Something that you and Hank, we would have never known. Dartmouth's not their official mascot, but their you know secondary mascot. Is Keggy the keg? Yes. He is a he is a beer keg who has green arms and legs. And you know, I wonder if he tra- goes around and tries to like put beer in your mouth as he walks around. Be How incredible. great would that be? It'd be incredible. Yes, I need a keggy shirt. Yes, you do. You need keggy the keg. You know, I think. When the Hickory Crawdads came out, the Crawdads was one of the most popular hat for that whole year in the nation. People wanted the Crawdads hat, you know. Yeah, these mascots are fantastic. And Olivia, keep up your strategy of going off the beaten path by picking mascots to win the, you know, whoever's your favorite mascot to win the March Madness. Did you ever, like, look at them and be like, which one's tougher? 
Like, you know, it, it, say it's the, the giraffe versus the elephant. It's always what's funnier, funnier. like what looks funnier, gotcha. you know? You know, that's how she bases it. Um, yeah, those are – my brother-in-law has that llama head. I think that's the hickory, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, they're, they're, so what we're looking at, our producer pulled up um, the hickory crawdads hat. They, they, um, they pay tribute to uh, a league in Mexico. And okay. for, a, for a, either a week or two weeks, they wear um, – like the same colors as the team, and yes. we are the llamas of Hickory. That is awesome. Do you have one of those hats? I do have one of those hats. That I is the, fantastic. The, the one that's kind of tealish. Yeah, very good. You know, I know my my brother in law has every hat of every minor league team known to man. I, I know I've seen that one on his head before. So before we leave the bracket conversation, Hank, I didn't tell you this story, but uh, every year there's this group in Hickory that they have this thing called the Calcutta, where you can go and uh, buy a team. They kind of auction off a team, you know, for charity. And so it's been gone for the last few years, but it came back uh, on a very, very small scale where there is, normally there might have been over 100 people where this one was like 12. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. And so, you know, what to do, the auctioneer will call off Gonzaga. How much would someone pay for right. Gonzaga? Blah, blah, 25 bucks, so on and so forth. Well, we go, and I'm going with one of my friends. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, it started at 7. Well, some people had been at the event for a little bit longer than that and had been sipping on Grandpa's old cough medicine a little bit, lo- <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit longer than I had. So we're at a table with this couple fine gentlemen. And one, they said, let's say it's Carolina. The bid goes up for Carolina. Eight, uh, 10 bucks, 10 bucks. Going once. And the gentleman that, you know, bid on the sitting there, he's got his head down. Going twice. 15. So he starts bidding against himself. It's unbelievable. I mean, it is, it's, you can't make this stuff it's, up. It's hey. unbelievable. Not only did it happen once. I, I, you know, we were like, hey, dude, you can't bid on yourself. That's not good math. That's not good strategy. You've yeah. already won it. You know, don't keep bidding it up. Come on. Three times. Three different teams. Same kind of thing. What's that guy deserve to do? Lose. Lose. And lose. lose big, right? So anyway, I thought that was just hilarious. So this is before March Madness even happened. You know, we were leaving for the trip on Thursday. This happened Wednesday. So, I mean, I'm just ready. You know, like right. I've got to witness this event happen uh, right on right into our trip. So just fabulous stuff, right? Yeah, fabulous for sure. Stuff. Yeah, so <clears throat> tell to me about what else you got going on here because I got a couple other segments I want to hit, but what else you got going on, Hank? Well, you know, getting back, I think one of the things we talked about is, you know, these trips, you know, we find out a lot about ourselves, yes. you know, we find, you know, yeah. normally you, you go to bed later, right? You may not eat as well, right? Yes. So, you know, our bodies just don't absorb like they used to. And I got to tell you, there's a couple of those mornings were tough, mm. right? Yes. And I will tell you that these trips... We used to get up at like 7.30 and go play golf right? on these trips. Yes. Okay? So I'm looking you in the face right now, and I'm telling you, if you would have tried to pull me out of bed at 7.30, <laughs> I would have I lost every deposit I had put down to play. I would have cared less about it. It would have been impossible. There's no way. I completely it, agree. Um, it's just something we have to battle as we grow older. You know, the 7.30 tea times when you went to bed at 5 and you can pop up and make it at 7.30 – out, out, 
out of the question. Out of the question. No longer possible. No. I mean, I thought it was good that we actually got in a van by noon. I was like, noon, hey, okay, I can handle that. And yeah. that was even pushing it for a couple of us. It was. I mean, a couple of us, you know, around 11.48, still had not in the shower yet. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. But uh, the greatest thing about as we get older, no more 7.30 golf this because we all agree on it, you know. We, do all we don't. Agree we on don't it. have to argue anymore. No more seven thirty golf. No more seven thirty yep. golf. And yep. you know what? Very, very few times do we ever have injuries or police <laughs> called on us. Because that's a good thing. These trips, I, I did that's notice true. that. I mean, very that's... few, very few injuries. Yes. Uh, unlike years past, which right. we'd ha- at least have one. At least one. Injury. At least yes. one injury. And um, you know, very, very respectful. I will tell you though. I think I told you this story on Friday morning. Me and two other gentlemen went for a run. Yeah. So we get out about a mile away, and there's a lady, and she's got her dog. And uh, she's walking towards us, and she stops the dog. And we thought maybe she was training the dog or whatever. And as we get up closer to her, she looks at us, and she says, Hey, gentlemen, surprised you're up so early. <laughs> you're kidding me. No. Wow. So we were like, ha, 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 put two and two together. She's the neighbor. Yes. 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 So we wow. may have been a little bit louder than we should have. It happens. It happens. It happens. Yeah, it happens. Um, but that crowd, and we'll get off this. But I just had such a good time because a lot of those dudes, you know, y'all are a couple years younger than us, and you know, I know you for podcasts and sports and tennis and all this stuff. But a couple of them, I don't really, you know, I right. know of, and we've hung out, but I've never spent more than an hour or two hours talking with. Man, I got down with a couple of these dudes that you know learn things about them that I never knew. Uh, almost wrote a song with Charlie. We changed the lyrics up of a song and almost wrote a whole song. You know, these cool things that can only happen on a trip like this. Right. Yeah. Close and quarter. I learned CJ is not as good of a griller as he professed to be. That he is the one thing. But he may be a better singer. I missed it, but I heard he's a heck of a songwriter and singer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He it was it was a grand time. I, it rolled <laughs> off his lips. The song rolled off his lips like it, it was it give, was written by Dylan. Give me the context of this, and then we'll get off this because I wasn't there to experience this. So there was music playing in the background, and he would just make up his own lyrics. Yes. So there's music going on. I think it was Charlie playing his okay. guitar, and we have a friend um, who uh, is a, a finance guy. And um, he was very serious that day, and um, and uh, CJ decided to call him out on, and and I think the song was called "I'm a CFO." This is lovely. Yeah. It, did anyone record any of this? No, no, oh. we couldn't get our phones out quick enough. It was Gosh. it was amazing. But oh. you know the the thing is is you know if you haven't been on a uh, uh, trip with you know f- close friends like this in a while, the amount of just crap we talk to each other so much junk we talk. it is it is mind-blowing and if we brought somebody in that was not wow. from from hickory and know us they would think we hated, hated each, each other oh when when you and mike this was friday morning when we wake up and y'all got onto something i don't even know what it was about uh oh cj's apple watch <laughs> yeah. You know, the smallest yeah. little thing, you're like, what color is your watch? And what color is the band? And what is it? Something gold? No, uh, rose gold with rose a white gold band. With a white band. And someone said, might as well throw the bands away <laughs> and make it like a pocket watch. <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, Hank, 
I was rolling around. On the I ground. heard you. I heard I you was laughing upstairs. Around on the ground. You can't make this stuff up. This is just, you have to be tough skinned in this crowd, right? Because it's going to come at you at all directions, and you're going to give it too. But you got to learn how to take it too. And CJ was able to take it very, very well. Oh, did he ever? <laughs> very well. He, yeah, he got yes. abused. Oh, so anyway, great, great weekend, great March Madness so far. Do you list before we get off March Madness Final Four? Who you think's going to make it? I'm sure you probably think. Can Carolina get there? No. No, you don't think. I don't think there's. I, I think they're missing one piece to do it. They have UCLA next. They play Friday night at nine forty-five. How about Duke? Coach K, can he get them there? No. Coach K, they play Texas Tech on Thursday night, nine forty-five. It'll be a hell of a game. Both games, I think, are going to be good. Um, I think Gonzaga is going to be hard to beat. I think Gonzaga should probably win it all. I can see maybe Kansas, Gonzaga. Finals, maybe Arizona, maybe Gonzaga in the finals. We'll see how it goes. But it's shaping up to be a heck of a finish to the March Madness. All right, Hank, I'm going to move on to our segment that we, ha- we haven't had in probably since mid-COVID. You know, and co- it's hard to think that COVID was t- – it's two – is it two years? Mm-hmm. It is two years. Mm. Anyway, we brought this uh, segment in in the middle of COVID. It was called Taste Bodies. Hi, little buddy. Taste this. Remember that segment? I don't remember that <laughs> weird intro. All right, well, taste this, Hank. All right, so I'm going to give you a couple options. In a scenario, you tell me, and this, I want you to think about this. Ten seconds to think about it, and then say, this is why. Okay. You're at a, um, you're going to a, t- taking breakfast to a big client's office. You're going to present to them. Okay. It might be some real estate folks. It might be some buyers, You a little seminar. You're going to have them for about 30 minutes. Do you bring in the big thing of bagels and the big bag with the cream cheese and all the knives and all that stuff? Or do you simply bring in the box of donuts? Now, I want you to think about it. Your crowd is 18 people, men and women. Mm-hmm. Their boss is there, too. You've got them for about 28 minutes before they've got to get on and do what they do. What do you bring to the table and put down for them for breakfast, Hank? Bringing bagels, cream cheese, okay. all that stuff. Okay, didn't, tell me why. Hank. Didn't take much time to do that. No. Okay, I think a salesy approach would be with the uh, donuts. You're trying to. You're really trying to. Everybody brings donuts. That's kind of what you say. It's kind of a salesman approach. Yeah. I come. I'm a, I have an office where people bring us stuff all the time. Yeah. Donuts. I don't think it's very genuine. Okay. You think it's easy? Like I think it's oh, easy. You just went to the drive-through, picked up donuts. Yeah. Boom, okay. Yeah. Whereas, I, whereas I think that the bagels are. Hey, I'm conscious about your health. Okay, you're going to say that. It's conscious good. about your health. Point. Point, Point. taken. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think there's plenty of people that would do both, but I think the people that are going to eat in the morning, you, you, out of the 18 people, you're going to have nine eat anyway. Right. And I, I feel like it's a. It's a more serious topic. If I sold like printing or something, maybe, <laughs> I, would, maybe I would bring donuts. But real estate, oh, real estate, real estate yeah, you, you need to have. Big, uh, bring in the big guns. Yeah, you so a little bit higher. here's the negative point to the bagels. You have 28 minutes. Slap the bagels now. Well, it's just not grabbing a bagel and eating it like it is a donut. You got to get the knife out. Get the cream cheese. Like, you know what I'm saying? Get the butter or whatever you put on it. That takes up time. So when you're trying to engage with the audience, and six of them are spreading their cream cheese on the bagel, not even listening to a word you're saying. Are you really getting your point across? Is it more of a distraction with the bagels compared to simply picking up a donut and placing it into your mouth? 
First of all, I can't believe we're making our audience endure this conversation. <laughs> okay, I, I, this is all, why we have eight listeners. They are love. They love okay. this stuff. They so, love it. But I, listen, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But you know, thirty minutes is a long time to talk. I have time to get people to sit down, know what they're going to do. They right. don't want to hear me for thirty minutes. Exactly, they don't. They, they, yeah. You know, it's a 10, 12 minute presentation. Right. Come on, Chad. Yeah, we've all done it. <laughs> Do you ever point out to them while they're doing their cream cheese, Susie, lighter uh, veggie? Do you ever do <laughs> Like what you're doing over yeah, there Yeah, the looking strawberry. good with a knife over there. You've done this before, Jenny. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, bring some comedy to it. Yeah, yeah. probably a little love, bit. Love it, love it. Okay, wonderful. Taste Buddies too. Are you ready, Hank? It's wing night over at the Imer household. Love wings. Yes, you could only have your blue cheese dip or your ranch dip. This isn't even a question. Bingo, let's go. Blue cheese. Why? Without a doubt. Really? Without Why? a doubt. No, no second doubt. It's just, I feel like, uh, I'm going to get on you on this one too. I feel like you have to have just a more sophisticated palate <laughs> to appreciate it. Um, but I feel like it just brings something different to it. I'm with you. I'm a blue cheese dude all day long. But on a salad, blue cheese or ranch? Blue cheese again. Really? So I go ranch I just on a like, salad, I like blue cheese on the wing. cheese. Okay, very good. And last but not least... And I know you like to do this. You've eaten a big dinner. You do it every night. Just your stuff to the rim. You can't put anything else in your gullet. But there's this nice slice of pie, whatever pie you might like, a lemon meringue or maybe an apple or cherry, who knows. And then a big hunking portion of cake. It's a chocolate cake with chocolate icing, or maybe it's vanilla with uh, chocolate uh, icing, whatever your forte might be. What do you choose and why, Hank? Pie. That easy. That easy. Why? I I, I got to tell you, if I had to choose a dessert, whether it's you know, I, you know, lemon meringue or whatever you yeah. you know whatever it is, I just feel like it's not as filling. I feel like that a cake's another meal. I mean, I just I do. Yes. I don't I don't know why it is, but I, I would always take pie or cake. I'm always a pie guy too. This is the thing about cake. I, I don't really eat that much sweets, but occasionally I'll just get this sweet tooth. I want to eat it. Cake sometimes has so much icing. If I eat too much icing, I can't. I'll eat the cake. Yeah. The icing is just too much for me to bear. Pie, there's no icing. Maybe a little dollop of whipped cream on there, but it's the pie you're eating. Yeah. Cake, too much icing. Yeah, it. You, you should probably talk to a cake maker about that. We may know one. Oh, okay. That would. I hope she's not listening to this because she might be very angry at us right yeah, now. She Hank, might right? Be All right. So, we please forgive us. Yeah. All right. I wanted before we leave today, and I'm sure you have one last thing to say. I wanted to ask you this. This is the stupidest thing too, but that's why. Have people, you listened to the rest of the show? <laughs> yes, this is why people listen to us because it's the dumbest stuff that pops in my head in your head. So we had a group of how many people at the the Knoxville this Eight, weekend? Nine. Eight. How many people do you think we would need to get get to the number to make a gang? All right, so like the group we're with, it's just a group of friends. Or is that enough to qualify for a gang? If we wanted to become like a motorcycle gang, is eight enough? Or do you? Or that is that just a, a small group of friends? Like, if we, what are we trying to accomplish <laughs> with this gang? I mean, is this gang putting together a swing set for a weekend? Then I think this, we can get this that gang done. is a little bit. So what? This what? Are this we gang, edgier? We're a little edgier than just putting together swing sets. You know, we're you know we might travel around and play a little music, or maybe we're in a gang where we'll run through the mountain. Like, a gang. We'll have the same shirts, same jackets, same headbands. You know, 
a gang. We're not killing anyone. Can you we're do not this shooting. with seven? Because I don't <laughs> throw <laughs> one. Are you <laughs> dropping out of the gang? Can you do this with seven? I, I was thinking, you know, when I was driving over here today, like eight. It's a tough number because you've got the president of the gang. Then you've got the vice president of the gang. And the treasurer of the gang. That only leaves like four other people in the gang. <laughs> the like, underlings. The underlings. You've got to have more underlings in a gang, right? Yeah. So what would you, would you say a number like 20 20 is a good number to start a gang yeah i think i think until it gets physical <laughs> i think i think once you start getting in another altercation with right. another, another I, rival I guess gang. another tennis gang yes. is what you're going with maybe maybe possibly okay yes, so yes. like a rival gang once you guys start having to really get physical with people i think uh you know if, if you're going to shake people down <laughs> take some money yeah. you know that would be a little bit of an, an issue with yes. 20 but um sure and the initiation of the gang, too. If there's only, like, four of you, you know, how do you get initiated? You get beat the, in? Yeah, you, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. with four, it's tough. you got to have 20 so you can haze a little bit. You yeah, know, yeah, you know, yeah. Because what if you, you were doing the beating in and the guy ended up beating you up? Exactly. Then and he then, starts then, his own gang and he <laughs> takes all your people. And then you're by your lonesome. So anyway, I just thought that was funny. Like, how many people would it take for us to create this gang? I have no idea, okay. Chad. All right, let's Maybe start 20. It. Let's say 20. 20 is a good number. 20 is okay. a good number. Oh, I'm glad we got through that, Hank. Wow. <laughs> wow. This is how my brain works. It's weird. It You're works strange, in very strange weird, man. weird ways. Yes. Yeah. So throw me some strangeness over my way, or let's wrap this thing up today. Well, the only thing, I, the thing that I have on there, MLB's back. Oh, yes. And I got to tell you, the one thing that I'm upset about is Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman is a Dodger now. Is a Dodger it? now. We, you know, not that you hate the Dodgers, but they're like the Yankees of the National League. They're sure. buying world championships. And was it the right move for Atlanta? Probably. They probably was it because he required too much money to keep him there. And and you know, statistically, these guys when they get to a certain age aren't productive. Okay. And so if you, he's trying to get six years, and he might have been productive for the next three or four. But you're paying heavy money for those sure. last two. Makes sense. And so they ended up getting a guy that is probably going to be really good. And, you know, it was to, it was probably the right thing for them to do. But um, in the grand scheme of things, as a Brave fan, not my favorite thing. So, But you're excited that the season is almost upon us. They're not losing the game, right? I mean, they're uh, going to play no. a full season. They're playing so the full that season. That is exciting. So what a great March is for you. you got March Madness. You have the trip. You've got baseball starting. Harris is playing. Are you coaching? I'm coaching his travel ball team, but he's playing for his middle school, and we are taking beatings. Oh, the season already started? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the thing is about, like, uh, uh, these travel sports is they, they take away from rec sports. Right. And so kids are like – committing to sports early and not playing multiple sports and um you know they're not playing rec baseball which i think is terrible and you know i'm part of the problem because i'm coaching travel team but um you know you had 20 kids try out for middle school baseball and probably four of them had played before wow so you're not only you're teaching kids how to catch yeah when there's yes when in middle school they should already know how to catch and you're just doing yeah you should Teach them teach to get better, better at what they're doing. Better. Now you're yeah. just teaching them the game. Got it. And so it's uh, it's been fun to watch the beatings. And the difference, the size difference between a sixth grader and an eighth grader, there was a guy on the mound the other day that had a goatee. <laughs> Scared Harris to death. <laughs> you know, it looked like he drove his kid to the game. I mean, <laughs> right, it, but right. it is pretty funny to watch, you know, to to watch that all happen. So it's – uh. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. So Lucy Rose playing Grandview soccer for her team as well. And so they are 3-0. and The best start from the, I think, Grandview 
girls' soccer history, 3-0. So a good start. So uh, keep it up, Grandview. Keep working hard. Keep working hard. And, Hank, good work to you. Same to you. I hope uh, you're taking it a little bit easier this weekend than we did last weekend. I am. Okay. I, I, we're just playing, we're playing baseball in Charlotte. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we have that going for us. How about you? Uh, Lucy Rose has a dance competition in Asheville that, um, you know, we might go try and pop up there for a day. They have to spend the night, and daddies aren't allowed to spend the night in the hotels because it's all the girls and the mamas. So I'll be coming back down to Hickory. and That's a rule? You get Dads can't stay? Oh, they can stay if you get your own room, but typically the girl, the girls and the mamas, they kind of share a big room so oh, they okay, can get okay. dressed yeah, and yeah, do all yeah, that yeah, stuff, yeah, and yeah. the daddy would just be sitting out in the lobby, you know? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, so good luck to them. They had a – Dance studio had a really good uh, competition last week. Lucy Rose finished eighth overall, which is really wow. good. Another one of her friends finished tenth. Another little girl finished sixth. So they had a really good run. Uh, so hopefully it'll continue this weekend. So good luck to them. And, good luck. And good luck to you, Hank. Thank you. Let's make it a good good next two weeks. Let's do this. All right. And, and uh, to all our wonderful big fan listeners, which we have a couple new ones. We got a couple new ones on the bandwagon now. I heard, uh, you, I heard you had to um, – you. Uh, uh, force fed our podcast to Ben Duke when you were, when he was driving you home. He asked for it. I'd even okay. I'd even say, "Hey, let's listen to it." He said, "Hey, man, let me check out that check out that podcast." And I received another text from a friend who said, "Hey, man, y'all been gone for a while. Big fan's not over, is it? Please tell me it's not over." I was like, "No, we're coming back stronger never. than ever. Never over. Never over. Unless something happens to you, <laughs> then I'll fold this thing up <laughs> like a cheap tent." Um, Hank, thank you. Enjoyed it. It's for listeners. Uh, we'll check you out in two weeks. And good luck to Gonzaga Bulldogs, who I've got in the finals. Peace. One shining You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.